0: Idea from the beautiful city of Perth, Western Australia. It's me, Natalie Bohensky, here with another episode of Who's Raven on. And this week I'm Raven on as usual with Stu, who's maintaining the Brisbane end of the podcast. Good evening, Stu. How are you?
1: Good evening, Natalie. I'm very well. I haven't been transported across the galaxy to <laughs> a doomed uh, uh, spa, but I'm feeling good nonetheless.
0: That's true. I I was transported across Australia. Yes. To a very <laughs> sort of sandy. Place, which is Perth, but mm. so far minimal, you know, over excessive carbon. M-
1: but for how long... Turned out to be the remnants of a doomed uh, humanity.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But you mm. know, uh, early days. It could happen sure. anytime. time. <laughs> uh, yes, I am in Perth, just to give people who might be listening and are in Perth, I'm here to do two shows at the Fringe World Festival. We have Speed the Movie the Play opening this Friday, the 17th of January and running until the 25th. So please, come, book in. If you know people who are in Perth, tell them. And I have another show called Puppies versus Kittens opening on the 28th of January, running until the 2nd of Feb. So tell your friends about that too, if you like cats and dogs, or, you know, ambivalent towards both. Uh, <laughs> that is my shameless plug, Stu. How is fair Brisbane?
1: Uh, it's, it's still fair. Uh, it's very nice over here. Uh, it was a, a lovely day today.
0: Oh, that's good. Uh,
1: so, yeah. Everything's I, great in Brisbane now. As,
0: <laughs> yeah. As I understand it, Melbourne's been on the receiving end of, uh, the smoke.
1: Yeah, Melbourne's really bad at the at moment. At Sydney's not far behind. Um, but Brisbane is... Doing all right. Yeah. So let's let's hope it stays that way.
0: It's going to be really good that all of our conversations will now start with a quick, you know, air quality update for.
1: Well, that's right, and that's, your that's surprisingly topical given this the, yeah. the theme, the theme of this episode.
0: That is correct. That is correct. So I have just watched it because obviously I was um in the air. Flying TARDIS like through space mm. and time because I did travel back in time two hours. That's true.
1: You, you we so, are we are talking across space and time today.
0: That is true. And thank you very much by the way for accommodating the two hours earlier that you or two hours <laughs> later that you need to stay up in order for us to record.
1: That's, that's quite all right.
0: We will we will manage this while I am here in Perth for the next few weeks. Uh, but yes, so Doctor Who. What was this episode even called? That's how. That's how recently I've just finished watching I know, it.
1: I know. I had to go look it up. It's called Orphan 55. Orphan
0: 55. Now, have you had any time to look up whether that number has any significance?
1: Uh, no. no. <laughs> as as you can tell, I'm doing my requisite level of planning for these uh, podcasts, Yeah, absolutely. very little.
0: Googling them uh, on air. I'm
1: relying on my innate knowledge of this show and my general <laughs> sense that my opinion should be listened to. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, Well, I was wondering if, like, 55, because I'm pretty sure 55 AD is when Caesar tried to conquer Britannia for the first time and failed. I think that's 55 AD. Sorry, 55 BC. BC. 55 BC, sorry. Mm. Yeah, because Claudius managed it in 45 uh, BC, I think. Right. Right um 55 bc i'm just going to do a very quick google here Stu, to see if my historical knowledge but what Um, would be the
1: relevance to this episode
0: oh i don't know if there's any relevance i was just trying to be clever (laughs) i was just trying to show off my medieval uh history knowledge can i tell you quick sidebar because we do love a sidebar i was watching they've uploaded the latest uploaded Do they even do that they've netflix they've dropped next netflix has dropped the most recent version of, uh, most recent season of Brooklyn Nine Nine, which I love. Great show. Mm. And there was a, an episode where there was a robbery at Kevin, who, uh, Captain Holt's husband, Kevin. And there was a robbery at his university, but he didn't initially want to tell Holt because he has a strained relationship with other academics who consider him stupid, yes. even though he's Raymond Holt. He is literally a genius. Um, and so they had a flashback, as they do, to this kerfuffle that he caused. Uh, where he, he says, are you referring to St. Augustine? And he's like, yes, St. Augustine. Flashback to Holt saying, I think that's what the message St. Augustine was saying in The Consolation of Philosophy. And my brain went, hang on a second, I don't think St. Augustine wrote Consolation of Philosophy. That was Boethius. <laughs> and <laughs> then in that minute, they flashed back and Jake's like, I ah, don't get it. And Kevin says, Consolation of Philosophy was written by Boethius. And I went, oh my God, I got a Kevin, hot because all their
2: jokes—they're
0: so smart, they're so you know up up there that they happen so quickly that you have ve- very f- rarely do I have time to kind of pass what just happened or what the embarrassing thing was, or they're just on a topic of like chess or something that I just don't know anything about. But I know about Boethius and the Consolation <laughs> of Philosophy because I wrote a, a second year or third year history paper. On the Consolation of Philosophy for my ancient history course, I think at uni, and I got 48 out of 50. That was the highest mark I ever got at university, mm-hmm. and I have kept that essay to this day. Couldn't tell you anything that was in it, but I could tell you, <laughs> that Boethius wrote the. Actually, there's a few Consolation of Philosophies, but the most famous one is by Boethius. Anyway, I was so chuffed with myself, Stu. That's my sidebar. I got a Brooklyn Nine-Nine Captain and Holt right reference. Too. <laughs>
1: that is an extremely <laughs> uh niche reference that that was used it, it's so, it's such a niche reference that it was used in a comedy program as a niche reference as a
0: niche reference yeah.
1: um and you got it <laughs> But and I love so that someone
0: someone had to write that on the staff someone had to make that's what I love about the show is there's writers who clearly have this knowledge or have the, right. you know or they go find crazy ideas of quotes or uh and i I'm like oh, I could have been that person that would have been me making the consolation of philosophy gag
1: <laughs> why did I bring this up
0: I don't know uh
1: mostly just to avoid talking about this episode Matthew. oh really
0: okay so uh <laughs> first things first you weren't quite a fan
1: um look I was I was prepared to give it a chance uh and it kind of it was just a big old mess yeah uh and and it it it's not like uh it's such it's such a step down from last week but we'll we'll get, we'll get into this yeah I, we will
0: we'll, just to, we'll, as an overview yeah. um we do have access to the um simmering uh simmering resentment uh of Greg from the smart enough to know better podcast yes um and but I don't I mean I don't want to he he's a fan of Doctor Who like yourself you like know, we, I, like we all are I'm a fan, but I wouldn't say you know you're you're a you know a lot more about it than I do. You have a better memory for it, and and Greg's the same. Like Greg is a diehard, passionate Doctor Who fan.
1: Greg is definitely a fan. Like like uh, for someone like like you and I are currently hosting a Doctor Who podcast, but I would say that Greg would run rings around both of us quite oh, easily in terms of his Doctor Who knowledge.
0: Of course he would. Uh, and he he, uh, I mean I don't want to talk out of school, but Doctor Who in the past. Uh, has brought out like emotion in Greg like has really touched him it it's a big part of him and it's 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 like yes. he loves the doctor he loves what the doctor stands for he loves Absolutely. the 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 message of the doctor and the, the the point of the doctor and and the the overwhelming optimism and um endurance of the doctor and that sort of thing and he has, you know, I've seen him watch episodes where he's been really emotionally touched by it. And that's, sure, you know, that's that's a special thing to watch. And so when I uh, got into Perth last night and saw him and uh, said, oh, I've got to watch the Doctor Who. And he was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and I don't like seeing him like that because, it, you know, this is a show that he has adored his whole life. And um, to kind of be like, <laughs> it's um, it's it's. It, it's heartbreaking, really.
1: And I still so... sad because, because as as we've talked about before, he really—I uh, I think we've talked about it on Mike. If we haven't, uh, Greg was really looking forward to this season of Doctor Who because, like me, he was a bit nonplussed by the last season, and mm-hmm. he wanted he wanted the show that he loved to be connecting with him again. And like me, he also had like, a really good time with Spyfall Part 1 and Part 2. It was a real step up in quality. It looked like the show had found its feet. And then there was this week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so I,
1: I do get where he's coming from. It yeah. was a big letdown.
0: Yeah. So I I was mostly confused watching this episode. Yeah. Um, just kind of trying to keep track of everything and being like, what? Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's planet Earth. There's, there's uh, how,
1: a lot of stuff in this episode.
0: Should we do our one-minute challenge, then? Let's do it. Okay, uh, do you want me to start?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, you, right. you start.
0: I'll start. Uh, Roger is back and has a job again.
1: Yes, that's right. He's He's got it. Well, actually, no, he very specifically doesn't have a job because he keeps trying to do a job, and his green-haired dad keeps telling him not to.
0: Yeah. I was trying to think of who they reminded me of. It was kind of like a cross between the Grinch and maybe a Fraggle. With that green yeah. hair. But I am I might be misremembering the Fraggles. It's been a long time since I've seen Fraggle Rock. Like, probably 20-plus yeah. years since I've seen Absolutely. Fraggle Rock. I don't even know where you'd find Fraggle Rock now. Is it on the I mean, Disney? Prob- Is it on Disney YouTube.
1: Plus? I haven't checked. It might be.
0: Um,
1: the, the Muppets at Disney.
0: Yeah, because I remember people loved that show. Like, we were obsessed mm. with that show.
1: But... When I was a kid, yeah, when I was a really young kid, I used to watch it all the time.
0: Yeah. What's the theme um, song? To do down a frag a rock.
1: Down a do frag rock. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much exactly that.
0: So um, I wrote Roger is back because I was watching going, I know that face. And then it just hit me and I went, oh, it's Roger. Roger. Being a useful kid again. <laughs> uh, but but he survived. He survived. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is, is where it? he ended up there There is a sort of a meta commentary point there, Stu, though,, uh, because he is a young working child actor. He is playing roles where he's a young working child.
1: that's right, exactly. he's always he's always a kid who can get stuff done, yeah, yeah,
0: but it, again he's 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 a child working um, it, but there I are think laws that wasn't around. problematic. That. Rather. <laughs> No, it's fine. That, you know, we need child actors as long as they have limited hours on set and proper wages and yes. an on-set tutor, they're fine. Um, <laughs> also, you know, it's good to get them working and do something productive for society. I'm, jo- I'm joking. Sitting around
1: playing their Fortnights and yeah. making their TikToks.
0: Doing their, uh, uh, the thing that they do with the dance thing, the, the slamming. No, the dabbing. No, what's that new thing they do? The flossing. Are you talking about flossing? The dabbing and the flossing and the... <laughs> I'm very old. I, Stu, I don't know if I told you this, but I joined TikTok. Uh, I have not actually made that public.
1: Natalie, what have you done?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's confusing. Um, It's definitely, it's the first social media that I've joined that seems to be actively uh, not for me. You know how people say, yes. "Oh, it's it's for the kids" or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I feel like I've grown up with Facebook and Twitter, particularly sure. because I joined them not too long after they started. So they have I have grown with them. And uh, Instagram uh, came a bit later, but still, it's just there. Whereas TikTok, uh, Snapchat, I just never really got into. But TikTok is is good in a way that I, I could never find the appeal with Snapchat. But TikTok is Clever, Right. And there are some – because if people don't know the current political situation in Australia, obviously the country's on fire. And uh, some questions have been raised about our national leadership and, you know, the political choices that we've made about what we're doing to – you know, deal with the 21st century of <laughs> more drought, more high risk of yeah. uh, climate change. That sort of thing. Well, not high, more high risk, more high risk of fires and stuff due to climate change. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's a little bit of talk that goes around about our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, and, and how he's doing things. And the 15-second satirical takedowns of Scott Morrison on TikTok mm. are, are finer works of you know satire and 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 uh, uh, what's the other word for it? Um, I can't think of the word. Uh, but but you know John Clark and Brian Dor, If you think of those yes. as the king of satirists, TikTok teenagers are coming in not far behind. Uh, if only
1: the people making the TikToks and the people watching them were old enough to vote.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Or the old people could understand TikTok and see how much they're having the piss taken out of them. By teenagers, um, they're just really good at it. They get a 15 second clip of a song, make these little videos that make quite pertinent political points, and they're hilarious. And it's just, it's <laughs> such a time hole sync thing. You just get lost in like, scroll, scroll. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. It's great. Um, <laughs> I tried to make one like a satirical musicy thing. One, it, it's not had any. Success, I believe on TikTok they call that flopping. Uh, it's flopped. Um, but I was uh, just I inspired. That's,
1: that's the term that is used in most of the rest of the world as and well. And
0: then, well, true. But then <laughs> you'll see lots of people on TikTok who will make a point about being too old for TikTok, and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm 33, so I'm too old for TikTok," and I just go. Oh, oh, I, oh <laughs> <coughs> yeah. No, oh, well, I'm thirty-four, <clears throat> Stu, so clearly yeah, I'm exactly, also yes.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. too old for TikTok. But it <laughs> it it seems more actively age biased in terms of old people are like, hey, I just want to use TikTok, and I know I'm old, but it's okay. And I'm like, are, are there people just actively going, okay, Boomer, to people who are <laughs> under forty? Is that the situation?
1: I mean, sure, maybe. Because if I start getting told... we know?
0: This is right. If if I start getting told, okay, boomer, when I am clearly not a boomer, uh, (laughs) I'll be pretty angry. I'll be very angry. Um, Anyway, so that was my TikTok sidebar. (laughs) Again, maybe not wanting to talk to Doctor Who. TikTok videos make more sense than this episode of Doctor Who, I feel.
1: Sure. Uh, Um, Well, well, they're, they're, they're concise for a start. Yes. Uh, and they have a point.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll go back to my list.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Uh, Martha Jones is also back. That girl, Bella. Oh yeah, now, now she now looked her, yeah. remarkably like Martha Jones. Remarkably yeah, like Martha Jones. There. I I was like, is that Martha? She she looks so similar. Uh, and also, I don't know if you listen to the podcast. My dad wrote a porno, Stu.
1: I only only like the first episode a long time ago. I, oh really? I, it's, on my, it's on my list to get into, and I haven't I haven't gotten into it, Look, which is it's frustrating. Right. But
0: no, you know what? It's it's a it's a multi-million gajillion billion podcast. They've made you know huge amounts of money off of one of their dad's desire to write um yes. terrible terrible homemade uh, erotic novels. Uh, but it's just it is funny because he's a sixty something year old Irishman who. is is not, clearly not a a trained writer. But he has this crazy turn of phrase and just gets into such weird stuff that it's, you know, the sound of three British people reading this stuff and reacting to it. It's just, yeah, it's it's such a golden podcast idea. But one of the characters in the stories, the uh, Belinda Blinked stories, is called Bella. So now every time I... (laughs) Someone referring to <laughs> Bella. All of a sudden, that's the main Bella that I think of. Sure. <laughs> I imagine back when Twilight was a thing, because I think the main character of Twilight was a Bella. I
1: was going to say, yeah, yeah, that, that most people would leap to Twilight, but yeah. you leap to My Dad Wrote a point. I note.
0: do, because Twilight, Stew, and I hate to remind you, uh, that's like 10 years ago now. That's so old school.
1: And that's just the movies.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Martha Jones is back. Truman Show Dome.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, of course.
0: They made a Truman Show digital dome thing.
1: Apparently a very good one, according to the Doctor.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Graham banged his head on it, so... Yeah. I guess good. Good quality. Good quality. Uh, Earth is doomed, or is it?
1: Uh yep. <laughs> yes. We'll get to
0: that. We'll get to that.
1: We, we definitely will get to that. I
0: have... Still not quite sure of the relationship between Bella and the woman who was leading the charge with the gun and the, you know, she was her mum. She was her mum.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah I. Yeah, I know it blows right past it. They they really don't linger on what should be a pretty big so reveal. And so
0: she was just blowing it up because she was angry at her mum. Yep. Okay, so she was just yep. happy to kill a whole bunch of people. Well, that's that's because she like, was angry at her mum.
1: Well, and and I want to talk to it. I want to talk about this because, like, was she going to evacuate the place? Was she the one who was using the viruses to like sabotage the the shields oh, and stuff? That or hopper was that virus. the Dregs? Because that seems like yeah, the hopper virus. Because it seems like that's probably a bit too advanced for the Dregs. But then we we hear that they can like adapt to things. And...
0: Yeah. Also, the Dregs as a name, kind of cool. Cause oh they're the last well, ones very, it's left. It's
1: very science fictiony, like yeah is it? I get it. I mean it is, you know like. Oh like, okay. I I assume it's spelt weirdly or, or it has like a hi, a fantasy sci-fi hyphen in there or something. No but no
0: no, but it's, that's what you have at the end of a wine bottle, the dregs.
1: Exactly yeah yeah, yeah the, the, the leftovers. The leftovers.
0: The, the, the remnants. The, the last unwanted bits. Yeah. That are a bit too grapey and a bit too vinegary or whatever. Sure. Or you've left it out too long and it's gone warm and gross. But, you know, in a pinch at 3am when there's nothing else, you'll gulp it down. Totally. The bong water of the wine world is what the dregs it's, are. Absolutely. Why didn't they have the villains called the bong waters? <laughs> I mean, at least that would have been humorous. For sure. Um, and also allow parents to explain some things to kiddies. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What's if, a bong, if, if, if this
1: episode loves nothing else, it's misplaced humour.
0: Yeah, well. What what do you mean by that? Like, do you mean the old couple?
1: Well, I, I was just supposed mean totally, like, of... like, just everything. Tonally, this episode is all over the place.
0: Yeah. All right, like, well, do... it wants to
1: be a goofy romp, except when it's, like, a very, very serious, dark...
0: treatise like, on, uh, on... on
1: stuff and, and you know, warming. very deep, like, character moments and mm. things.
0: So, what's, what's... I My final thing was what a- actually happened to Benny... So we can get into that, but do you want to do your list?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, no. I, I definitely want to talk about that as well. So I, I wrote, um, my, my first point was, uh, kids don't do a climate change. Uh, <laughs> this was very, um, like that, that was, that was like the end of one of the GI Joe cartoons, or like the end of like a Captain Planet episode. Probably a Captain <laughs> Planet episode is more appropriate, where they, they sort of would just, they just stop and talk directly to camera about, how <laughs> oh, you should always recycle. And it's like
0: okay Stu we need to incorporate this into our um, uh, into our uh, Jefferson Starfish episode of yes this yes absolutely season. I'm writing that down kids always recycle because always recycle your voice as we know is that of a chocolate voice mountain god and we need to get you in full on radio form
2: <laughs> being full on
0: Captain Planet. hey kids
2: <laughs> fair enough
0: do you know that 95 percent of plastics end up in the oceans? You need to recycle. I, I don't know if that statistic is correct, but I overestimated rather than underplay it. Because
1: Absolutely. It's, it's the safe thing to do nowadays. Yeah. Well,
0: if you're like, hey, I'll... kids, do you know that 10% of all plastics go into the water? It's not that big of a deal. The animals can work with it. So keep doing what you're doing. I've <laughs> been the... Captain Stew.
1: Absolutely. The, the, thing, the thing that like kind of annoys me about that particular aspect of the episode is that that's not a bad message. Like, like, it's a good message to have out there, but it's just so ham-fisted.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: like to, they, they literally it was bring like... the episode to a screeching halt, <laughs> and the, the doctor all but looks down the barrel of the camera <laughs> and says, Do you know, if you don't, like, you know, do your, do your recycling and, and do your things, uh, then, you know... It could be, you could turn into a horrible future monster. And,
0: and that's a speech that I feel should be given to a full assembly of the United Nations as opposed to <laughs> three Sheffield You've locals my who've. had childhood
1: and my well, dreams.
0: They've just seen it. They've just seen it happen. They don't need to be lectured to. They're, they're, yeah. they're like, oh, we're all doomed. And, you know, they're just a bus driver, a copper, and. Yeah, wherever Ryan is. I've um, seen that.
1: I've seen that speech compared um, to the speech that Peter Capaldi's doctor gives in the Zygon two-parter, where he does the anti-war speech. Um, and I think that's a that's a really silly comparison because that speech is amazing and character-defining. Yeah. And comes at a point in the episode where it's literally him pleading with the characters. To not do a thing, right? It has uh, it has a plot and story reason to exist. That that speech and that scene and his impassioned plea to just stop fighting and mm. just talk. That's this speech in this episode has a very noble purpose, yeah. But is just sort of tacked on, literally as the moral of the episode.
0: And also, like, and also, if I can just interrupt you, Stu. Yes, they, well, no. they've they've just been teleported back. To the time machine.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, God, I want to talk that, about time. that.
0: They, that they travel the globe in and obviously have mysterious adventures with giant, sexy squid monsters. Yes. Uh, and they go, oh, and, and Graham says, oh, she'll be right. She'll be right. They'll be all right. Clearly, no, they won't be all right. Gee, if only there was some way we could go back and maybe rescue only, them and, and get them we to start standing, again, maybe learn yeah. from their lessons, as opposed to just... If only we were
1: standing in a vessel that could take us to the very place <laughs> and time we left from. Maybe even a, t- a couple of seconds before. <laughs> a few seconds before. And, before. Yeah. Just and, re- and just, just, just you know to that, rescue the, the friends that we've just made.
0: Well, remember, I think it was in the first David Tennant Christmas special where he, the Sycorax, and they are on the Sycorax ship, and the TARDIS kind of uh, appears, apparates, whatever it does, uh, mm. vi- vi- visualises. What's the term for the TARDIS? What does the TARDIS do? Anyway, uh, it materi- materialises. Materialize. Yeah. And it materialises around, like, Rose or whoever's on this thing, and it protects
1: them. Yes, yeah. they've done that a couple of times. They could just sure. have the
0: TARDIS, like, land on them and go, <laughs> we are taking you away from the humanity and taking you back to your time where you can... Change your ways, and uh, you know, just let Earth—they're all dead now—so let humanity dregs, humanity's dregs, just chill and go back and be better.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it just—it it turns the whole episode into—and I, I may, maybe we can talk about this a bit later—but but, but I, I, it turns the entire episode into it was all a dream. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it, it, they they all fell asleep, they had an adventure, and then they woke up again. And the doctor says, basically to camera, that might not have happened, but it did in like a a possible future. Yeah,
0: what? And That's know, not how
1: the show has ever ever worked.
0: Yeah, it's it's I know it's wibbly wobbly timey wimey, and they do often make points of. Hey, you've got to make decisions, and you can change. But they're, your, still, they're uh, in
1: but the they're, same time frame, right? Are, then,
0: but there are uh, uh, there are um, fixed points in time that the show no, has no, previously not only, not established. That,
1: like, like for this to work, that that was only a teleportation device, right? I'm getting extremely angry and nerdy right now, but <laughs> right, stick with me, right? That was a teleportation device. So they had that they started, and I really like this. They started in media Res at the end of. A previous adventure where they'd obviously had something to do with a giant squid. Yeah. Right. So that that was cool, and they're cleaning up after after an adventure. You see, oh, funny funny reference, ha ha ha. And then Graham puts those coupons together, and then they all get teleported away. But it's a teleport. It's not like a time machine. Like they yeah. they're in a time period, and they get teleported away to a different place within the same time period, and then they get teleported back within the same time period. But the doctors talking as if they just woke up in their bedroom after like after visiting Oz. Yes. Yeah. You know, like and you were there and you were there <laughs> and that might happen one day possibly in the future. It's like it's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening right now.
0: They've they've done they've done that too, haven't they had like Rose go, "No, he's here and he's in pain. He's he's it's happening now and I've got to go to him." Uh, I think, yeah, no, when, like, seriously, Satellite 5, at the end of the first series with Christopher Eccleston. Oh, yeah, and he yeah, sends yeah. her back to eat chips with with Mickey and, uh, uh, and yeah, her yeah, mum. Yeah, 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 And, and she's and going, no, he's way, he's yeah. dying right now. He's he's helping save the world right now. It's happening right now. And I, I can't be there. I'm here eating chips. And then she goes back and yeah. helps save the world.
1: Absolutely. The but, universe, but even in whatever. that case, that, that was her being sent back to the past, Right. Whereas in, no, in it was this her being scenario, sent in th-
0: back to the future. Uh,
1: Great no, no, Scott. In, 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 in Rose, in the, in the parting of the ways, she was sent back to the past.
0: Uh,
1: right, because they were in the future. Yes, like the sorry. 20, 20, Christopher Eccleston sent
0: Rose back to our present day.
1: Yes, exactly. Or well, yeah, 2005 yeah. So, so got present back day. back to the present day, which was the... So, so the doctor was in the far, is in the reasonably far future. Yes. And he sent Rose back to the present day. Yes. But in this episode, they haven't done any time travel. Like they are in the same time period. Oh they, yeah. It's just a transporter. Oh yeah. Right. So oh my happening. god. Yes. It's no. I see what you mean now. Right now, it's not happening in some theoretical future. Yeah. They are still in the time period in which their friends are now fighting off a horde of monsters.
0: Because that's. That's, and that's the other thing I wanted to say about this episode, because I, when they said, oh, this is Earth Scorched, I went, haven't we done Scorched Earth before? And again, first series Christopher Eccleston, because yep. that's the season of Doctor Who that I probably remember the best. <laughs> um, and that and probably was oh, a the,
1: very good episode.
0: Yeah, and probably David Tennant's first couple of years, I, re- I remember the best, because I think uh, it was still new, it was still very much talked about, it was generally really good quality, uh, and... Um, they go to Satellite 5 in the future to watch the end of the Earth. They play Toxic by Britney Spears, for God's sake. Yes. Uh, and they're watching Earth burn. Everyone's assembled to watch Earth in the final stages as it as it is blown up or as it explodes. And it's yes. been okay. dead for years. So my thinking was, oh, well, it could just be Earth in... Whatever the time of that was, like it was seven hundred million years or something.
1: Sure, exactly, and there's there's definitely in which periods case, of exile from Earth, like 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 humanity doesn't stay on Earth in the Doctor Who universe for the entire span of all of time and space. Like yeah, you, like there there are definitely periods where humanity leaves Earth behind and then comes back or whatever. Like so that's fine. Yeah, like I, humanity I is like genital
0: warts, very <laughs> yeah, easy we to always, spread.
1: We always come back.
0: Yeah, very easy to spread, hard mm-hmm. to get rid of. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I thought well maybe it's Earth in a gazillion years away, and so yeah, sure, sure, does absolutely, does it matter like, that yeah. much because the Earth will probably change in a gazillion years. They were trying to,
1: but they were trying There's to no suggest place... it was relatively in the relatively near future. Yes, and they, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too because they're like, you need to do things today, yes. twenty twenty viewers,
0: and so they didn't give us a timeline of when this in, this Earth was. Exactly. So, because they've gone into the Earth's future in previous seasons, I'm sure they have.
1: That's it. It, Absolutely they have. Like 25,
0: 23 or something.
1: And I think they're getting around that by saying, oh, this is a possible future. But that's not how time travel works in Doctor Who. That's not how it works in this place. Like, like if it did, it would be a horrible mess. Because, like, the amount of times they've changed history or changed the timelines and yeah. and done all that stuff. Time travel in Doctor Who is is like they're they're a ship. Like like the TARDIS is a ship and they visit different islands. You know, yes. and, and each planet is an island. And and when and sometimes the show does very clever stuff with time travel, like in the Moffat era, possibly to a fault. They 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 explored the concept of actually being a time machine as well as a space like ship. But uh-huh. you know, usually the Doctor like the TARDIS delivers you to a location where you will have an adventure, you know. And and this idea that it's it's the, like it's a possible future, and they just apparently are just dicking around in like random quantum timescape. Mm. It's just it just completely it breaks the show in in many ways. Yeah. Like because nothing matters. Like oh, who cares? Like they're all they might all disappear in a puff of logic. Who knows?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. You know, and that, that that brings me to my second point on my list, which is that uh, time travel doesn't work that way in Doctor Who.
0: Yes.
1: Um, Which sounds like a very, like, possessive, like, bad fanboy thing to say, but it just doesn't. Like, it hasn't up until this point. And the show doesn't give me the impression that they're radically changing the status quo. They're just... It seems like they just didn't think it through enough.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it just really... Uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> So, uh, that We should probably tell it.
0: everyone uh, that this is less a recap podcast and just kind of a therapy podcast You're yeah, kind, of,
1: kind of like <laughs> talking talking it out. Just hey, I, I used to like this show. No, I still do. I, I do. Oh, and this is the thing. You, this, you, this episode, you're upset there was this really because... We'll definitely talk about the fun things. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay, will you talk, talk about them? Yes.
1: Sorry. Anyway, I'll try no, to remember no, them. I was going to say, yeah. Finish your list. Finish your list. The third thing that I wrote was uh, Benny and the Dregs.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ah, that's so good. I can't believe I didn't think of that. I'm hitting myself. I'm hitting myself
1: because you brought up a point. You brought up a very good point earlier. What was going on when he was kidnapped? Like, so he was taken, were they mimicking him? I don't think they were. But I then...
0: thought one had possessed him or yeah. he had been, or he had been like absorbed, uh, like that terrible monster that used to su- that they did for one episode where they sucked the... Strop-
1: the absorb strop- off. absorb yeah, yeah.
0: off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that they, so he, it was his remnant personhood. That lived on sure. for a while.
1: Except except then later he says, like, he, there's this weird little thing where he asks uh, Vilma to marry him, which is, like, really sweet. And then he goes, oh, but if you get out here, could you please, like, shoot me? And,
0: and then they like, don't show that. They don't yeah, they show don't, what they don't happened show that to him. Happening.
1: They don't show him at all that they have his voice. Like, is the, imp- is the impression that he's being like, held against his will, it just, it's not clear. It's I think that's why I
0: thought clear. Transformed, like, he was going to become, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, in like Vampire, was, be... was it 28 Days Later, where if you get a drop of vampire blood, or, or Walking, no, Walking Dead's immediately, but I think it's 28 Days Later, where if you get a drop of vampire blood, you've got an hour before you turn. Right. I think it's that film, that's that vampire thing. Yeah, Yeah, like,
1: like, I thought it would be revealed that this was, like, that they were sort of like zombies or vampires where like they turn you into one of them.
0: Yeah, and or the, like... which which gives the promise that they could be turned back, which I exactly. I, I realize is a bit of a everybody lives kind of trope, yeah. but um still they just didn't seem to have a purpose beyond consume, which look, as a planet, it's something we do well. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, particularly the developed nations we we do it well and you With know a culpa
1: that into the themes of the of the episode but you know they, yeah. they didn't
0: yeah hey look just us spinning on the mic we should try <laughs> writing a doctor who episode i'm going to write that in into our list humans and consumption yep heavy-handed heavy-handed uh message to kids
1: um the next, uh, the next thing I wrote on the list was uh, mummy issues lead to terrorism. Apparently,
0: well, uh, you know so what they say did... about Osama Bin Laden.
1: Uh, well, yes,
0: wasn't breastfed. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> I have no idea, and that is obviously a joke. I am not implying that bottle feeding is in any way bad. In fact, <laughs> in fact, I'd go as far to say. Uh, you know, the, the prospect of having small crit- creatures kind of biting on your nipples terrifies me. So, yes. if anything, <laughs> I'm pro-bottle fat. I just don't want people to write in uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was improvising a joke.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: But, uh, um, yes, mothers like, get like, copied enough. I'm just joking.
1: That's it, exactly. I mean, we, we've already talked about it a little bit, but I just didn't understand what her plan was Um. Yeah. Well, like I guess she wanted to blow up the facility, but was she going to do it with everyone inside? Was yes. she the one who was doing the the viruses? And if yes. it wasn't her, then who was it?
0: Yes. Like someone would have had to, you would think, release a hopper virus into mm. the system to allow it to then hop between other things.
1: Yes. So it probably was her. I, I probably just missed a line of dialogue that. But then,
0: but then, that, but, but, but then, but then, why was yes. she? Why did we first meet her sucking her thumb?
1: Well, maybe like that maybe implies. Because, yeah, that, exactly. It implies that she had also, like, been hit with the hopper virus.
0: Or was she oh, just faking also, it sorry. to, like, get in good with Ryan? But how was she to know that he would turn up?
1: Well, well, yeah. He, she <gasps> had no reason to oh, know that he would
0: turn up. Oh. Yes. Maybe it was an actual, like, habit that she has kept, like, a child. Because obviously, sucking your thumb is a child thing. It's, like, a considered a bad habit. For kids, because you wreck your teeth, sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it was kind of a metaphor for the fact that she had mummy issues because she was like a little girl who was frightened and sucking her thumb for comfort. I
1: think that is an excellent theory. Thank that you, The show did not consider at all.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, I think I think so... you're way ahead. Of, I think you're way ahead of. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good explanation that I do not think is the actual explanation of oh, right? the show. Has. I think we'll the show is just like maybe she got one of those on her when she was like putting them into the system or something. So she has to sit down and suck her thumb as well. And then it leads to a incredibly bizarre moment towards the end of the, the episode oh, yeah. where, where like as a as a completely unearned callback, she like sucks her thumb at Ryan.
0: Yeah. Like you know, it's, as if it's like, like oh,
1: remember that thing when we when we first met? Like, because she here, just here gives him is, a yeah. massive
0: kiss out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Well, uh... I mean, you know, they've been flirting the whole episode, so that's fine. I mean, there's...
0: okay, fair. But then to like kind of half sexually, half childishly. Yeah. Bite so... like, like, like suck it was your thumb bite really badly
1: and. And like, like if you're going it makes to no suck, sense.
0: like. When you think about flirting, Stu, and I don't know how much public flirting with your hands you have done in your life, but if you think about a movie where someone's kind of flirting, you kind of... It's a finger-to-mouth-based finger flirt. You're like, okay, maybe you're... Um, you've, you've dipped your finger in some food or chocolate and you're sort of licking your finger. Right. Or you're chewing gum and kind of circling the gum. That's a bit, you know, Valley Girl, a bit like... uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Or maybe you're like... Um, you know, sucking a finger or something like that—that's kind of going more sexy. Sucking your thumb, I don't think, can ever be sexy.
1: No. Because there's, it's there's too correlated
0: with. Yeah. That's it.
1: yeah. it's very. Yeah.
0: It's, it's like <laughs> it someone going. That's my point. Hey, I'm going to strip down for you, and then work finding out they're wearing a diaper. It's like cool. You're and in your pants. Ver-
1: for a very specific group of people, that's that's a thing. <laughs> okay. But, and but he, for everyone else.
0: I'm not here to shame. No, it's okay. not. And you neither, neither you.
1: is uh, neither is tranquility. Yeah. As we found out. <laughs> Which was it, like one of the few one of the things I loved about this episode. That line was great. She was like, "We we don't have no judgment here. Uh, whatever you choose to do is fine." She's like, "This wasn't recreational."
0: What was what was that line? I missed that. I think when
1: um, when the doctor confronted hyphen uh, with a three, uh, with the the, the 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 hopper virus, uh, she said, "I pulled this out of my friend," and she said. We have no judgment here. You you can oh. uh, choose any sort of recreation you want. The doctor's like, it wasn't recreational.
0: Ah, that is quite cute. Was she supposed to be a dog?
1: Uh, or I a cat? I think she was meant to be a cat. Uh, that was... We're jumping to the end of my list because that was... I just, I just wrote hyphen with the three spelling uh, because it's kind of cute and also extremely dumb, which seems to sum up this episode. Uh, it's... Uh, and, and she she reminded me a lot of uh, John Candy from the movie Spaceballs.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: like very very
0: literally the drawn on sort of
1: Yeah thing. Like like I think she was meant to be a cat because but the dog makes a crack about barking at her at one point.
0: Yeah, but then she didn't look like a cat. No, she looked no, like no, no. A,
1: she was just a she just had she looked face like paint a on.
0: furry. I, I mean. Yeah. I don't, again, not here to shame, but she looked like someone, because she goes, nice tail. But her tail was coming out of the middle of her back.
1: Yeah, I know, exactly. It wasn't now, look, coming,
0: like, cats fair, do. did that better. Oh, uh, I mean, not so that I've seen cats
1: fair, yet. Oh, yeah, well, I was going to say, to be fair, she, she, she is better than most of the cats in the movie, <laughs> But her but, head was yeah. too
0: fluffy. And, like, we've seen the alien cats in Doctor Who. They've had multiple storylines with those alien nun yes, cats. absolutely. And they're, like, creepy cat people. Yeah. Why not just bring them back? Sure. Why invent a new cat person? I know, who it's just very weird. Like Because they... they
1: have actually brought back that, that species before. They have! But so... is it a whole,
0: like, oh, we don't want to bring back anything unless it's, you know, the Daleks or the Cyberman or Master? <laughs> like, we'll bring back those three OG. The rest is all new. We are not paying... We're not acknowledging that David Tennant or Peter Capaldi... Or Matt Smith, or Chris Eccleston existed. I don't know. I'm just posing a question to you. You can answer if you want.
1: It, um, it, it just seemed to be, yeah, like that 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 whole character. Like like I'm I'm is she meant to be? Is it meant to be face paint? I get the impression she's meant to be an alien, but it looks like crap. Yeah. And <laughs> the and the, the and and it also like they also have you know a, a father and son who like. To make them look spacey, they've just put green wigs on them. Yeah. <laughs> some of the laziest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> but, and this is the thing, this is the thing with this episode, they look like crap, the dregs look amazing.
0: Yeah, they're really good. They're, they're incredible.
1: Like, what an incredible creature design.
0: They're like um, the Predator and the Ood and the Hulk yeah. and, and, um, and like a, a He-Man toy And, uh, and, oh, and the creepy, um, fluke man from the X Files, the one who came up through your toilet and, like, screamed at you.
1: No, 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 the fluke
0: man, yeah. Yeah, the the guy who ate your bum when, if you're on the toilet too (laughs) long. Yes,
1: exactly, yeah. I
0: don't, again, not here to shame. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) yes, it, it, yeah, yes. It was How a good ridiculous. design. Well, they, they, a really they, they good they design. Was... And then to reveal them as surviving on carbon and not oxygen is a cool I thought that was clever. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, very clever. Um They
1: they look a little bit like that. They look they reminded me of something and I was like, What do they what do they look like? That they, they remind me of another Doctor Who alien. I swear that their face and, and that, that that mouth
0: yeah. Like, oh like for sure. That's why like, I think that's like why I said the thinking. ood. They kind of reminded me of the ood, even though well, the ood are kind of squiddy faced.
1: Yeah, the the, the ood and have sort of like tentacles. But I, I, I looked it up and there's a there's a, a an alien race in Doctor Who called the Hoix, H O I X. Is
0: this classic they, Who?
1: No, no, no! It's new series Who. Oh. They're featured briefly uh, in the background of a bunch of episodes, and they they're featured in um, uh, Love and Monsters. Do you remember that that episode?
0: Love and um, Monsters. Why does it sound familiar?
1: That's that's the episode a where the lady at the end gets turned into a paver. A
0: paver.
1: <laughs> it's the one where um that they have basically dog. It's the one with the absorber love. Um, it's the oh. one, uh, they What are the ha- chances? Like, two know, two right? references like, to crazy.
0: the off episode. <laughs>
1: that's really weird in one yeah. night. Um, we, we, which I which I actually quite like that episode. It's a it's a bit of a divisive one, but um.
0: But it's like literally they chose a kid won a competition for a Doctor Who villain. i don't know no no no. i'm I'm saying that like why are people criticizing this episode when they went out and said oh we had a competition for a kid to draw and potentially have their creation turned into a doctor who villain (laughs) like i don't know why people slagged it off it's like it's Eh. literally what doctor who should be is is kind of weird fun shit for kids
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but the the the, the hoicks, uh, they they've got that weird shaped head and they've got that that mouth looking thing, and I think that might be what I was thinking of. But but I
0: love I love that you just said a mouth looking thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, the, the the big teeth <laughs> yeah. Yeah, without lips, like with the the gums have like protruded out from the yeah. From the base. Seriously,
0: um, you need um, some dental work.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, very much so. They need some Invisalign, uh, very quickly. <laughs> um, but uh, it's
0: very expensive, I hear Invisalign.
1: I'm I'm sure it is. I haven't looked into it, but um. <laughs> But, uh, the uh, so they they they're, they're a really cool character design, um except they they don't really linger on them for too long, and I guess that that's a that's a choice. They want to sort of keep some mystery about what it were, essentially like rubber suits. but they're 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 a cool design. I really liked it. I thought that was a really good they're, yeah. they're a cool concept. But remember like, they
0: did have they did linger on them at the very end after the doctor gave her little monologue, <laughs> and then she oh, was yes. like, "You can change the future." Otherwise cut to screaming carbon sucking tooth yeah. monster. Like, so the, oh, the, the epi- no.
1: The episode is literally saying either you separate your paper and your plastic recycling or you'll turn into a, a horrifying beaten monster. <laughs> that that's the message of this episode. Um and also, like, how did that conversation play? Like how did that how did that speech play for the people in the TARDIS? Yeah. Like did the doc This is my point. At the end of this, this sort of it's sort of like she says, you know, you, you need to, you know, clean up your act. Yeah. Or what? And they're like, uh, or what? Doc? Doctor? Yeah. Doctor? Like the doctor just sort of wanders <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> I've I've said my piece. It's up to you to take it from here. Yeah, that's right. You're the humans. And if you were like, watching and...
1: this on some sort of televisual device, yeah. uh, there would be a very impressive shot of a monster at the end of that this is my
0: This is my point with that. It's like, that's what you tell a whole bunch of political you know, elected politicians. It's not what you tell three, you know, working class people from Sheffield. I just don't know if you're going to get the change that you need from Graham, Ryan and Yaz. Something
1: in a, in a different episode, it would be the speech that the doctor gives about three quarters of the way through the episode to convince whoever owned that spa.
0: Yes. To change their ways, to, To change
1: their ways. But instead, they just save it for the end as like a PSA at the end of the at the end of the episode. Yeah. How ridiculous! Um, and uh, to to end it all, um, I did have on my list. Uh, Graham just wants a sit down and a cocktail, and to be honest, like so do I.
0: <laughs> it's it is kind of funny that. They're implying that they've had all these big adventures with, like, yeah. a weird mating space monster. Sure. And then they're like, we need a holiday. Let's go somewhere where we can all split up and sit down. And, okay, fine. But then, immediately, the Doctor goes for an explore when she runs into Ryan, just as he's been hit by a hopper virus from the vending machine. Like... I know that Doctor Who, it's always, oh, we turn up somewhere and wow, bad shit's happening. I yeah, know that, yeah. I that mean, that's what Doctor Who is. Really. You can't get away from that, You can't get away from that. But it was just so... I felt like as soon as you arrived, it should be, well, here's a place that looks too good to be true. As opposed yeah, to... Yeah, and, and they
1: should have... Yeah, exactly. that They should have spent a little bit more time just sort of getting to... Well, we could have used that time to get to know some some of the people that we'd be like spending time with.
0: Well, they they were trying to establish the Benny and Vilma relationship by having him sort of want to propose to her uh, and and Yaz interrupting.
1: Yeah.
0: And and I just, I thought that was, like, cute. But then he goes back to get her hat, and that's why he doesn't make it to the safe room. But why did he do that? Why? I mean, yes, I know you think it's a drill or whatever, but wouldn't you just go, we'll get it later, or it doesn't matter because...
1: Yeah,
0: it's been announced that we should get to this room.
1: And it's very unclear where everyone is. And how did Yaz not
0: notice that he went missing? Like, she was literally accompanying two elderly people who would not have been running. How did she not say, mate, leave the hat, we'll get it later?
1: They just didn't get, like, coverage of the shots that they needed of him, like, like, realising that he didn't have the hat, going back out. Or maybe they had those shots and they just chopped them for time because this... This episode is stuffed full. Like it, it's very, very full of stuff. It's just that, like, none of the stuff. A lot of the stuff doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, and the, and the main woman, the, the I guess the mother character. I mean, I didn't really pick up on that, or didn't really register with me, because I'm like, they don't look, um, not 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 look the same, but they like look the same age to me, <laughs> or you know maybe five yeah. years difference. Not. Yeah. I, I was like, what what?
1: Yeah, she definitely doesn't look old enough to be her mother. Yeah. Um, but.
0: And I think they were trying to get in a whole like workaholic kind of vibe because she kept telling her underling. Although they're running a resort on the edge of nowhere, aka Earth in the future, uh, scorched Earth in the future, and she has she it's her and the one uh one backup dude with a gun. And the Catwoman. That seems yes. to be the the only staff. But then they had a bar and they had a spa, so one assumes that other staff got killed off pretty early. But when they said, "Where's your security team?" This is us.
1: Yeah, uh, I, like, I mean, like uh, I guess they were trying okay. to, like, uh.
0: But why? If she's running this business, why is she running security on this one thing? Like, wouldn't she have underlings for that? I don't know. Hence, how, well, well, I was confused. Did they
1: trying to keep costs down? Maybe because she was trying to.
0: Oh yeah, she was trying to make money.
1: Like make money, and that that was the whole point. Like, is it eventually, if she terraformed it herself, she'd own the Earth?
0: Yeah, so it was like, like fine, squatters. Okay,
1: great. Like,
0: build a trim and show, so you can get squatters' rights to um, a particularly crappy bit of you know Midwest America that still exists.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think that I think like the tunnel said they were in Siberia somewhere. Like, oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ah. so the, the, the tunnel sign that they find uh, where it says that they're in uh, Novosibirsk, which is oh, in missed Siberia. That. Ah. Um, but, uh, like, <laughs> it just, it just, ah, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it just seemed to be really um, poorly thought through and and uh, worryingly, like the, the first season, probably in need of another pass at the, at the mm. script. Like just to tighten things up, get rid of some of the characters. Like Hyphen with a three didn't really need to be there. What did she contribute to the to the story yeah. other than
0: And that the dad and son mechanics just fix the teleporter at the end? That
1: yeah, well like, like they they, they could have they could have been hyphen with a three. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like they hyphen with a three did not need to be there for a start. Um she was there she was there as cannon fodder.
0: Yes. Um, well that's when I realized that they were all going out in this truck, which can I just say, yeah. uh, <laughs> the the woman I thought, oh this is this is clever. She's gone. We're aborting the mission. They've got him. He he will not survive. We're aborting the mission. And then Vilma takes off some chunky cheap piece of costume jewelry. Sorry, I just had Indian food and it's repeating on me. Uh, <laughs> Like not, not, not a, the the food was delicious. I think I just ate too quickly. Uh, but uh, so she says we are boarding the mission and we're going back. And then she throws her chunky costume jewelry and says, "There, that'll buy you seven million Earths or whatever it was planets terraformers, yeah. fake fake cations." Uh, and what's with the what's with someone had a writers meeting where they came up with that name fake cation and just were very excited. About themselves. It's like a,
1: a play on like staycation. Yeah,
0: and... yeah, but staycation is a play on vacation. It's a play it on is. a play, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. but uh, uh, yes. that that in itself. Um, why did um, why did she then go? Yeah, okay, I'll go. Keep going out where we know we have minimal chance of survival, and there are terrible, terrible monsters coming after us. Yes. And I then, and then they <laughs> crash the truck. They all leave the truck and then they wait, go, Oh wait, there's all these dregs around us. Let's go back to the truck.
1: Let's go Back to the truck. <laughs> and, and then we'll abandon the truck. again. And then we'll ab- just...
0: abandon the truck. Yeah. Hug it. And, and it on just... the way she, mm-hmm. the mother, uh, the one with the gun gets shot or something or gets, and she's lying in the ground and she's like, no, I have to go. He needs me. The young guy. He's out there by himself. He needs me. I've got to go help him. And they're like, no, we need you. We don't know where we are on this godforsaken planet.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, yeah, it, so then she gets up and she's fine. So she's been knocked over or maybe she was winded or something, but then she's fine. And then she seems to die at some point or say, no, you go ahead. And then she turns up just in time at the very end.
1: Well, there were, there were no less than three uh, noble sacrifices in this uh, episode, oh, really? two of which were undone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, Vilma nobly sacrifices herself to save the group. Uh, I don't think it really accomplished much. Like, I don't think it slowed the dregs down at all. Um, she has, like, what should be quite a cool line, which is, Which one of you hurt my Benny? Um, but she's immediately killed. Like, <laughs> it's not. Like, if she had a gun, maybe, or something, like, like if she said, Give me the gun, I'll hold them off. You know, uh, but, like, I don't know what threat she thought she posed to the giant, like, monsters that are most, mostly teeth and claws. Yeah. Uh, it just, like, she's immediately dead.
0: Yeah.
1: But then um, they don't really
0: th- show any deaths either, because it's, you they know, don't, kids.
1: The, the, the looks on, on the character's faces suggest she was brutally ripped to pieces. Um, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just it like they really leave it to your imagination. They let you do all the heavy lifting there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. And and like that, they're, they're constantly shooting, but just sort of around in a way that was very frustrating to watch. Like just like firing randomly in directions and not hitting a damn thing. I uh, it just seemed like yeah, it just. And it wasn't clear how much of an effect the guns had on the dregs. They said at one point that they could adapt to the guns, but they never showed us what that meant. Yeah. Like whether they were adapting in real time or whether that was something that they adapted to over time.
0: That confused me too. Again, just like a whole lot of things thrown in a pot. Yeah. And then undercooked. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now the, it was the like a very
0: the... disappointing shepherd's pie, which is a particularly <laughs> big statement for me, Stu, because as I probably have said to you before shepherd's pie is terrible (laughs) just in general shepherd's pie is woeful
2: so to have a really particularly
0: bad shepherd's pie and look this is not just because i threw up after eating one as a kid and have never been able to look at them without retching ever again but i ask you what is in a shepherd's pie that is not just tragic and woeful
1: yes exactly
0: you see? This was the shepherd's pie episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, absolutely. And they tried to put a crispy mashed potato coating on top with well, a pretty we monster. The,
1: we got to the disappointing filling underneath.
0: But everything underneath was a bit, oh, really? That's. Oh, that seemed to promise so much more. <laughs> uh, well, I might, given um, the proximity, I might do a bit of a call over to Greg and yes, throw absolutely. him on get the him, mic with
1: get you. Get him in. I, I'm sure that he'll have a different opinion and we'll, and we'll, we'll no, really... Well, he, uh, put, I think right. he had
0: some points that we haven't covered. So okay, cool. I like, oh, uh, might awesome. call him over to come in and have a have a wee chat to you. Uh, which absolutely. We just to... I'm
1: worried that he we had stolen his thunder by basically crapping on the episode. For no, 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 no,
0: no. No, no, um, no. <laughs> as a Doctor Who fan, I'm interested in what he says. I'm just going to put uh, the headphones on him so he can talk to you. But I'll be right here. So I'll be right here.
2: Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Greg. Hello. 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 Now,
1: now we, were you listening to any of that? or? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay.
2: I, yes, Excellent. yes. I heard, heard, heard a lot of it, yes. Uh, n- nothing, nothing, nothing seriously I need to add, really. I think you've covered it all. Well, I was going to say, so Natalie mentioned that you had some
1: issues that we haven't covered yet. Uh, can you think of any off the top of your head? Exactly.
2: Oh, um, it's... Well, I... Uh, uh, no, I don't know why she said that. Sorry. I, <laughs> sorry. She, she's dropped me in and I don't know. I, as I said, sure, you, you sure kind of, Look, you sort of covered everything that I I'll, was going to I'll talk about. will
1: Why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, your <laughs> perspective on why this episode was a weird mess?
2: Oh, I, I think, I think it's actually one of the worst Doctor Who episodes I've ever seen, to be honest. It's, 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 it's awful. Like, it's, it's downright awful. Um, I think it was, it, it it epitomizes the problem with this doctor and the companions because mm-hmm. because they're all cretins and <laughs> and they're all bad at what they do which is nothing they actually do they're not skilled in any way they're not brave and i think that's the point i think it's meant to be hey even you useless people could be a doctor's companion but no the doctor's companions have always been spectacular in some way and these ones are not or she's or she's brought out yeah, she, yes, right, or she brings out something in them, and these people, they're lovely, but they're kind of, I, 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 like, and she keeps throwing them into death's door, I, I, think, I think she's <laughs> trying to murder them, and, and she's like, okay, um, uh, Yaz and, and Ryan, I, I want you to go and fight the monsters with your fists, they're going to come through, all, these, <laughs> these creatures can dig through walls with their claws, but I want you to fight them with your bare hands, go! Go! And, if and they're said like, don't and fight them. There was like a weird pacifist uh, message and, and, in this one. Yeah, and yes, and, and so and so they get lounge chairs and they put lounge chairs up against a wall and go, yeah, we've done it. Oh, we've no, nah, we haven't done it. No, we, that, that didn't work at all. We better run back to the doctor now. I'm like, what are you doing, doc? The whole time. And then I hated, I hated Roger. I was like, as soon as he's like, you don't listen to me, Dad. I was like, ah. Oh. God, uh, it don't. Like, it's good. To, it's for little kiddies. It's not. It's not for forty somethings. I get that. Doctor Who now is. This is what I've realised. I think it's no longer a family show. It's a kids show. And that's not me being. I'm not being snooty about it. I just think they've this. The Chibnall era is very much going. Are you seven? Doctor Who is for you. Um, I just don't think there's much else to it anymore. Um, and here's my big point. Here's my big, my big contentious point. I'm, I'm going yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jodie Whittaker is not a good doctor oh Ooh, okay big call big call and that's people i know people are already going greg hates women it's not <laughs> it's not that she's a female doctor i'm all for female doctors i think that to be the doctor requires a certain type of actor it's not even i used to think it was the writing but when we're we going to stop blaming the writing maybe it is but it's uh, i think the writing's to blame uh, for most of it i i yeah <laughs> she doesn't I don't know I've just not seen there's one moment that, that in, when someone the 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 um the security mother lady wasn't like put and, and put um, grabbed her and the doctor went I don't know who this person is but she's a bit handsy and I was like oh thank you thank you doctor for point like that moment of get your hands off me like there was that moment just a slight moment of doctoriness to it like, yeah. I, I don't know she also had I mean like in defense of Jodie Whittaker, I I don't think any
1: of the problems of the new series are due to her I, I think she's doing a pretty good job and and I think I have mentioned on the podcast before and I'm not sure whether you whether you've heard me say but I think that she, as an actress, has like a problem with technobabble. Yes, uh, yes, like, like he, she yeah. she really struggles to deliver technobabble exposition, which it, means mm. she's taken a
2: very difficult job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I think the stuff, techno but, the technobabble yeah. isn't in this version of of the Shibnal era isn't real technobabble. It's it's hey kids you know maybe global warming is not cool and 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 that. so it's not even real it's not like reverse the polarity of the neutron flow it's it's trying to be real science and or making a point yeah I, i don't know i i just don't know how much i i don't look forward to doctor who anymore Um, so, no, no, seriously, season, and the last season I was like, I, I know I got kind of down about it, and then I was like, oh, but we'll just see, first season jitters is fine, and then this one came back with a bit of a bang, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, that's, I really enjoyed, um, the first one, Spyfall 1, and Spyfall 2 was fine, like, it's hard to end these things, but this one I walked away going, what a load of crap, like, from one, (laughs) there was like one moment that I, that I kind of liked where she was like, it, like the the silly kind of, then your legs fall out and then you fall over and don't worry about the bats. And I went, oh, that's kind of cute. That was fun. But yeah. I, I just think, I don't know, Chibnall's thrown everything out the window and I heard you talking about time travels. won't go there all again. I just find the whole thing, I'm not, I just don't, I couldn't work out what was going on in this episode. People just kept appearing and disappearing. and Yes, well, and, it was very unfocused, yeah. Yeah, and, and I was like, do I care about you? Oh, I should care about you. And then Doctor's like, hey, monster, I'm not going to treat you like a monster. I'm going to treat you like a person. And then then we're gonna get out of this together hey screw you monster i'll just get out the door dickhead <laughs> and i'm like oh hang on so that was that a ruse it means okay the doctor does ruses don't get the doctor lies That's, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. but it didn't feel like that it felt like the doctor was and then the doctor just runs out the door it doesn't go sucker and well yeah just, there's, there's no
1: clear stakes no. Like, like it's and, and, not and, clear what 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 her goal is or or yeah. or, or, or or the the the, the episode isn't like telling us that her goal is one thing and then subverting it and, huh. and it turns out it was a different thing.
2: She just runs it's around. It's kind of unclear. Yeah, they're just running around. And I hate, and I just, it just seems like, and once again, they had to get rid of the TARDIS, but it's just like, oh, Doc, I found this six cube thing in the downstairs toilet and now I put it all together and now we get teleported to Dangerland. And I was like... Oh,
1: look, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't have any specific worry about that episodes have started far worse Well, than that. It, like, no, but,
2: it, it, but this doctor's had the same thing it's like hello we're all in the tardis having a grand time oh it's a delivery bot oh we're all teleported to delivery bot land like stop oh god they did didn't yes. they yeah stop yeah. doing the same thing of oh the doctor's gonna go somewhere something and then because last week it was like doc you said nothing could get into the tardis but look at those strange light beings getting into it she's like holy shit and you know it's like this, and she's and this time is like oh no everyone gets in the tardis everyone gets out of the tardis and everyone just gets the tardis is nothing now the tardis is just a cardboard box made of paper paper it seems <laughs> like I, I, it means nothing like everything's out the window every, it's and i kind of get it cuz Chibnall's like no i'm not beholden to other people's ideas of time travel and i get it fix points and all, fine, but yeah. have some rules. Or Well, well yeah, if you're going to
1: throw out the old rules, make sure that the new
2: rules are better. Yeah, or just, and not worse. Or just consistent. Just go, yeah. here's how it works now because screw you guys, I'm the writer. Instead of just going, we have no idea, we're just writing stories and, and I wouldn't even mind if they were good stories. Um, when, when, when Graham and Yaz and Ryan go, I don't care. Like, I don't, I just don't care. I, I, they, they just seem like idiots. And
0: I'll, I'll put in a okay. point. I will care about Graham.
2: She, oh, there you go. Natalie cares about Graham. Um,
1: yeah, I'll care about saying. Graham. Graham, just, Graham's yeah. very good. I think Graham has been a massive surprise to me. I expected to. I expected the show to use him as a foil for the new, like, lady doctor. Mm. And they haven't done that. He's very much uh, like a, a sympathetic and, and interesting character in his own right and he's easily the most fully fleshed out character on this show including the doctor
2: that look that is true and his storyline is now done though because he's got over his anger of his wife being murdered by by Tim and, Yeah, but, but I still like and, the energy and he of looks having after Brian like
1: uh, I, I still like the energy of having that fun <laughs> yeah. older guy like hanging around i think he, i think he's a he's a good presence on the show and i have no objection to having like the three companions travelling with the doctor and and the doctor like giving them more to do But you're Mm. right in that she often just goes, there's some danger. Run at it. Uh,
2: Yes. Run head first with a smile and you fizzog. Yeah. She doesn't seem to have any idea what's going on. Uh, It freaks me out. She, yeah. This whole episode, I just can't. I just can't. It's any.
1: especially disappointing coming after like the two parter to open the season, which was like a lot better and yeah. like really good. Like I yeah. thought it was fun and, and interesting and yeah. and obviously like Sasha Dewan as the master was great. Yes, yeah. Uh, you know, Absolutely. really elevated everything to have like a really cool villain like that. Yeah. And yeah. then this episode, like, like the very first episode after the two parter, where we're like, Oh, maybe this season yeah. will be better. Yeah. It's like, nope, no nope. it won't. This is And the <laughs> thing that makes it so frustrating <laughs> is that um this was written by Ed Heim, mm-hmm. uh who wrote it Takes You Away, last season, the comic oh, episode.
2: Oh, oh, wow, okay. Yep.
1: So, like, maybe he had one good episode in him, and, and this was everything that was oh. left over?
2: I feel this one uh, just didn't... I honestly believe that Benny, the actor who played Benny... Mm. Uh, died in, during production <laughs> and and that's why it's like hello, I'm outside the door but no one will ever see me even the woman who had to shoot me she will say she shot me but you won't <laughs> I honestly believe because you're like why did you not see this man ever again even his corpse just have a scene of a dead yeah. man lying on the ground dead and then no oh, Benny, oh no like Nothing. I I honestly think this old man cocked it. Like that that, o- that oxygen tank. To see that, that oxygen tank is his real oxygen tank. Like he was. <laughs> like he's maybe he was just like nice. Oh, here we go. Maybe he was like a nice Doctor Who fan from 50 years, and you know, so he started watching when in his 30s, and now he's in his 80s. He's like, dear Doctor Who, I've got cancer of the everything. Can I be in an episode, please, before I pass on? And they're like, sure. You can be I, Benny. Not, not to
1: ruin the bit, but I'm very pleased to announce that the actor whose name is Colin Farrell.
2: Colin Farrell. It's Colin. He, he's. Wow, that's pretty good makeup for Colin Farrell. His
1: name is Colin. Farrell. They, his uh, name is
2: Colin Farrell. Oh, well, done, Colin. Relation, apparently. I liked him in, um, in, in that one about the telephone box. That was a really good movie. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, but uh, no, he well, is, um, oh my god, this one's about a telephone box as well. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> it all, it all links together. <laughs>
1: It all links together. Um, no, he's very, uh, very happily still with us. Uh, uh, although he's, um, he was born in 1938, so he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's getting, getting up there.
2: Now, so do you think he, do you think he just gave up? He's like, look, you get me for one day. I'm an old he man. Might, might I cannot be, be, be asked. You, you, but it's Doctor Who, you can shove your Doctor Who up your ass. I used to be Shakespeare for the Queen. So You can yeah, go to hell. Right. You can get go me to hell. One day, and one day. I might come back and do some ADR for you. So, yes. So yeah. Work On my that. phone, I'll do a voice down the yeah. phone. That's all I'll do. <laughs> And that's and you'll pay me a million million pounds. Um, <laughs> I just yeah look I I, I I without going into everything you now have talked about I was horrendously disappointed with this episode and I I just I just don't know what they can do now I just feel and and maybe it's not for me this is the, this is the point Doctor Who is it changes and it's going to change again and and later on it'll change into something else and that's fine that's, sure. it, regeneration is the heart of the show absolutely. Um, and and I will be ready for it when it just gets good or better, um, because it's it's woeful, and I'm really worried about how bad it's going to get this season. Because I read a thing where they're like, oh, you know what the best part of last season was the historical episodes, and I'm like, oh God, no, you utterly misrepresented, <laughs> you've merely missed the point. Oh God, just because you had someone welcome to the Punjab when we all and you're like, oh, that was a bad episode, that was bad, like it wasn't a good Doctor Who episode. It's you can't just go. You know what we like? We like we like the rights of, of, of coloured people. That's an episode. Like you need more than that. I just ah, you need plot and themes and characters, characters and uh, development yeah. and and yeah, and yeah. I thought we we're gonna get some, even though I mean and fine. motivation and motivation. Like and and I, mean, I did they did look. I'll, I'll be kind, for, I'll be grudgingly kind. The doctor was in a mood because Gallifrey's blown up, and they at least they yeah. vaguely mention it. Well done, well done. Um, you know.
1: The, the doctor had a lot. I uh, had a lot of fun stuff to do this this episode. I thought, um, and I, I, I think it's it's interesting that the, you're you're choosing this episode to sort of criticise her performance because this is the most doctory I've felt that Jodie Whittaker has been in a long time. Um oh, okay. so, like, mm-hmm. like 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 compared to her predecessors. Like like this is the most linked to sort of you know David Tennant and Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi that she's been for for a while. I thought. She's a bit, um, she's a bit wacky. Yeah. like, I like guess, a line yeah. like um, you know, like like she she's she's fiddling with things and she's she's improvising on the fly and she has that great line. Uh, I think it's um, uh, with.
2: I could make I could make you if I had like two bales of string and a and a. Packet of, and a... Packet
0: of crayons and half a can of spam. There you yeah, go. There yeah, go. I
1: could, I could yeah. make you. Um,
2: yeah. Which which is a great that that's a very Doctor line. Um, and and it is and here's and I and, and point counterpoint. Badly delivered, in my opinion. Uh, not, 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 like... not well, not well. I just don't, yeah, I just don't, I didn't get it. I, yes, I agree. It's a good line. It's a good doctory line. I just, I, I, I think the, uh... the episode blows past it, is the thing. And it blows past everything, because it, it's
1: there's so much stuff packed into this episode. There's so many yeah. ideas and things and and characters, yep. like, like just crammed in, mm. that it doesn't have time to investigate any of it. It just uh, do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay, we're done. And now look to camera and
2: deliver the last speech. <laughs> Yeah, God, don't even start me on that. Hey, kids. We've all had a... F- <laughs> Hi, I'm Jody Whittaker. We've all had we've a lot had of fun lot of tonight. Fun today. <laughs> yes, we've had a lot of fun doing a little story about Doctor Who, a time traveller in a box. But really, the real, real travellers on planet Earth in our society... <laughs> and like, no, you, know, don't... you know, the real travellers are microplastics. Microplastics. They've travelled into your bloodstream. And, yeah, it's, it's... And this is really bad. This is this is why I hate everything I'm saying. This is why it hurts. It, honestly, it hurts because I like the idea of the doctor being a woman. I really do. I I don't care that the doctor's a woman, a man. I it, I I just want a good actor. I I agree that climate change is a thing. It's a big problem, and, and we have to deal with it. And so yeah, we should be talking about it. But I also just don't want ham fisted entertainment. <laughs> no, 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 that's right. Exactly. It should.
1: It needs to be done well. Otherwise, it doesn't land. You, you can just... dismiss it as as.
2: Preaching, we yeah. can literally. Yes. and you just go. Well, it's a kids show slash family show, and you have a subtext in it. And some kitty goes, "Daddy, mummy, what was that about?" And then you go, "Well, the doctor was saving the planet from from global warming." Well, what's and you have a conversation if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And you you leave it up to the if you but want who to, wants fu- to talk to their kids, Greg. Well. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough and with that bombshell I will pass you back to Natalie I think but if you feel like i been talking to you I, I feel bad about being so negative and maybe next week I'll be like oh my god it's the best show again but I just I, I don't know how much more I can forgive it this is the it, thing it a, yeah. I, I shouldn't have to forgive my favourite television show for yeah. seasons does that make sense? Like no, that's, no, it does, it does, it does. I, and I don't, I, I, know, and I'm a big one for going. Well, no, if it's good, it's good, if it's bad, it's bad. And I try and be as objective as possible and, as you can in these, you know, with with a piece of entertainment. And so it breaks my heart that that. I mean, I'm looking right now, sitting at my computer, on my screen, my wallpaper is the eleventh Doctor's TARDIS interior. Like it's, it's, it's yes. my whole damn universe like it's can it's... i can i flex my nerd
1: muscles at you a little bit yes just, just briefly my my screen uh on my computer and has been for a long time is the time lord uh inscription on river songs baby uh bassinet oh
2: there you go Yeah. So we're all, <laughs> so... We're all cool dudes <laughs> two cool dudes having a cool dude conversation we are so cool <laughs> but it's and that's and this doesn't make me a better fan or my opinion mean more It just i'm trying to make people who are listening to understand why this hurts is is this show has promise and a beauty to it. And like, like the, like I'm just thinking even bad episodes with Capaldi delivered lines that shit episodes that he could just make amazing. He could elevate. Yeah. He could, and and the, the war speech in, in the Zygon inversion. Mm. And, and you like, I've just watched a man like give his whole being to this stupid not Amazing speech about war and about who dies and children crying mm. as, they, as you murder them and, and and i and i was you know i was a man in his 40s who teared up at a tv show about a, a magical man in the blue box traveling yeah. through time and space that's doctor who uh and and i just want that um <laughs> I, I just write just write more genius chibnall that's what i want uh yeah yeah <laughs> and, and 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 so saying not Mark Gattis, um, um, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat wrote some woeful shit. Don't terrible, get me wrong. Terrible episodes. But he wrote genius as well. And I just want Chibnall. we okay, Chibnall, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are. Um, you, we've <laughs> we've seen what bad stuff you can do. Now I want to see the genius. And the moment you do it, I will be a fickle, fickle, fickle fan. I will come dancing back into your arms. I'm not. <laughs> I am not hard to impress. That's the thing. I'm not hard to impress. Um, I, I just want to be impressed. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway. I, I get it, man. I, I, it it <laughs> sucks, and I, I, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's <laughs> no, thank you. I, I appreciate you. Well done, everyone, for a very depressing end. Of the, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna go now and okay. just I'm just gonna go lie down for a bit in the dark. If you hear any sobbing, it's not me. It's 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 someone else. It, it's the cat. The cat. It's um, the cat's the cat's sobbing. sobbing. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's uh, here's Natalie. Okay. Thanks, Greg
0: Ah, there you go. Greg also mentioned the Zygon speech that you referenced earlier. No, but I mean, that's interesting that you're both on the same page with that. Like, that's the thing that you remember when you talk about great Doctor speeches
1: yeah absolutely well, well that that, that even, is sort of being pointed Sylvester to McCoy going, the somewhere
2: conversation. There's, a, there's a man there's, you know, and a cup of tea there's, there's a there's Sylvester McCoy's last speech ever about yeah. somewhere there's a planet on fire somewhere there's a, a cup of tea let's go let's go and you're like let's go Ace that's a great speech it's a silly speech but it was delivered yeah. by a strange man and yelled in an amazing way We've not even had that speech. <laughs>
0: nothing silly. Yeah.
2: Nothing, but, but but it was it was silly but adventurous. Yes. And silly and and thrilling and and a world a weird. It's a great weird speech. We've had nothing like that either. So I'm not talking about it. it doesn't have to be about murder. Death comes to us all. I'm the doctor. It doesn't have to be that. It <laughs> has to be Doctor Who. Anyway, I'm walking away from the microphone now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Uh, that After was Who is a show that
1: inspires great passion.
0: It does inspire passion. And I think. And it's a mark know, of a great show. Yeah, that's right. And it's also a mark of something that has longevity and hmm. has uh, a lot. To, not a lot to live up to necessarily, but, you know, when you know how good it can be. And,
1: yes, exactly. And it has and, been very good.
0: Yeah, and when you, you think about the amount of resources that the BBC would throw at it, which I'm not saying is going to be as much as, you know, HBO throw at things or apple tv or whatever
1: but why Uh, not i mean it's doctor who for god's sake
0: and there would be very clever people who would want to write for that show yes so you would think yeah we uh, well greg just suggested we write for the show and we will we will continue to make doctor who fan fiction shows and (laughs) voice them uh and and eventually we'll get the call up from the bbc oh absolutely and I tell you what, there's going to be a lot more full frontal male nudity once I'm in charge. <laughs> That's deal how deal with that, kids. Uh, speaking of full frontal male nudity, have you seen any of The Witcher yet?
1: I still have not had a chance to, uh, okay. to, to watch it properly. I, I haven't I, finished
0: yeah. it. I haven't finished it. Uh, but I was watching it the other week. So I've got a, two or three episodes left to go. Okay. Uh, there has not been Full Frontal Nudity in The Witcher yet, but a few episodes to go. I'm hoping for something. <laughs>
2: worm incoming. Toss a coin dear <laughs> witcher. witcher. Oh, oh, valley of plenty. Oh, valley of what plenty. What even is a
0: valley of plenty, Greg? There's a song. They have a bard in, oh, yes. in the show. It has been
1: genuinely fascinating to watch that song good. sort of, of song. permeate out through social I media. I don't because... even know... Yeah. 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 Like I have not watched a, a single second of the show.
0: But you know that song.
1: Um, well, well, I know the song now because I've heard it on social media. But it's it's just fascinating to be an outsider to something like that. Yeah,
0: but because the thing normally,
1: is, normally, I'm an insider. Normally I'm right on top of this stuff.
0: Yeah, but um, I I've watched six, five, six episodes and I still don't really understand it. Like why it's so it's catchy. But is that all <laughs> it is? It's just that it's catchy?
1: It's because a, it's a song that fandom can. Rally around, yeah, it's great.
0: The, 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 the bard is singing, it's
1: like,
0: Tosacointi Tos or Witcher, O Valley of Plenty, O Valley of Plenty, and I'm like, well, is the Valley of Plenty representing, like, people, Is that, or is it a literal place, or,
1: I, I, you I know? I am not in any way in a position to answer oh, those questions for you. Like. Th- these are rhetorical
0: <laughs> questions, <Yes>. it's just, <laughs> who or what is the O Valley of Plenty? Is it like an Irish surname? Hello, I'm Duncan of Plenty. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's it's a wait wait he's back he's back.
2: I've got it I've got it. It's the name of that prostitute the witch is with in the third episode. Her name would be Valio Plenty. <laughs> Valio <Valley> Plenty. Ah, <laughs> oh, makes sense now. It's I guess
0: yeah. he's sort of
1: a medieval fantasy James Bond. Yeah. So yeah
0: yeah and brings a new term to the t- to uh, toss a coin to your witcher. <sighs> Yikes! But yeah no Henry Cavill is you know he's mega buff and he's been shirtless a few times I'm sure he has although not as much as one would think that he would be I mm. would just assume given the fantasy nature of it and it's it's way more fantasy than game of thrones like there's monsters Yeah yeah Game of Thrones the monsters were the people Stu <laughs> The people were the monsters and uh, also the dragons And also the you know, the dragons weren't monsters they they were just you know they're an animal that that lived by their instinct they just did what dragons do. <laughs> they're not monsters. They're not evil incarnate. They're just big, fiery, breathing, scaly birds. They're not Cersei Lannister. No, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, Henry Cavill, I would have assumed would just be more butt out, shirt out, you know, fr- full frontal out. Butt out,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, no, they haven't. Uh, they haven't <laughs> gone there yet, and. Um, Maybe maybe I've got a few more episodes to go, so maybe it's. it's I was about uh,
1: to say maybe asking you shall receive.
0: Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's like a f- they saved that for the finale, and to you know, <laughs> tease that, and then they definitely Netflix definitely signed them up for a series too, which they have done. <laughs> so maybe it's yeah. Superman's wang that is. It's the 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 dangly apple. Wait, what? The <laughs> That's
1: it. Well, I mean, you know. It, if if that doesn't happen, at least you can see say you've seen a Superman's wang this... this uh,
0: True. This, this pop culture in the last
1: few months. In the last, in few, last months. few
0: months. Yeah, I was going to say this year, but no, we're into a new year now. It's, yeah. Uh, well, I guess we can probably wrap up. Were there any final comments on this slightly tragic... I, I did like the name Orphan Planet. I thought that was a good concept. Yeah, cool
1: little thing, like another cool little idea that doesn't get explored at yeah. all. yeah.
0: Yeah, um, who and, calls
1: and... them that? What, are there others? Like, where are they? Who decides where they are? Yeah. Who decides where they go? Is there, like, a... Are we at a point where there's, like, a galactic, uh, like, you know, government that, that yeah. deals with that sort of stuff?
0: The dem- um, democratic order of planets from Futurama. Yeah.
1: Is it just humans? Like, like, did, do you have humans, like, crapped on, like, four, 54 other planets as well?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, it's all us. Yeah. It's what we know. do best.
1: All we're questions gonna... that were not answered well, in this episode.
0: Did you see the promo for next week's episode? I don't want to spoil I if you're one of those people. I who... certainly
1: did. Oh, and okay. To be honest, that, that that's why I'm sort of hanging on to hope that yeah. next week's going to be better. Well, that's what I was going to. We get our Nikola Tesla episode. Yeah,
0: I was going to uh, interrupt uh, your chat with Greg because Greg is a huge fan of Nikola Ted- Tesla.
1: Maybe that's uh, bad though. Maybe maybe that will just set him up for failure.
0: Good point, but the yeah Tesla. I haven't seen that film that they did about it, the current wars. Oh, neither have I. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, one, yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, but um, it's such a good, fun kind of historical rivalry that maybe they can not screw it up <laughs> too
1: much. It does. It does. It has another cool-looking uh, alien in it, and everything's all sort of you know early 20th century, sort of mm. steampunky.
0: Yeah, sort of think so. It's a fun time to be alive. Gilded Age. Yes. I mean, if you were rich, for sure. Yeah. Um, if you were poor, yeah, it was terrible. It was but, not. Um, no. Well, then it's never been fun to be poor at any time in human history. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's the consistent thing. Um, I read a really good quote. I can't, I think it was a tweet. Most things are these days. Uh, <laughs> but it was about explaining the difference between of, – of poverty or something to someone they were saying, um, we are all three months away from poverty – as in, I guess, you know, you could be a billionaire but business decisions go wrong or you get caught up with something and you could be destitute in three months. But nobody is three months away from becoming a billionaire.
1: No. Yeah, like, no, that's that's
0: true. Unless, you know, you're Jeff Bezos' nephew and he dies unexpectedly and you inherit everything. Like, that's the exception. But the, the basic principle, which, you know, look, it doesn't stand up under a slight amount of interrogation, but <laughs> I liked the principle of going, we could all be dirt poor in three months, but it was very unlikely that any of us would be ultra wealthy in, be a billionaire in three months.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So I'll leave you with that thought, Stu. I don't Absolutely. even know, I don't even know that, why. That um,
1: terrifying thought. <laughs> let's, let's all be better. We're all, we're all one bad day, one, a couple of bad months away from abject uh, poverty. B-
0: becoming a scary tooth monster.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, Exactly.
0: I mean, and look, Which this is, is what the thing.
1: episode That's the moral the episode wants to impart. So it that's is what the we moral, and in.
0: it is incredible timing that Australia is going through a, a <laughs> terrible tragedy uh, that is yeah. directly um, impacted by climate change, has had a direct impact on the scale of this tragedy. Uh, although, apparently, if you read certain news outlets, it's just arsonists, but whatever. Um... Uh, <laughs> I do love the idea of swathes of arsonists going out into the middle of fricking country nowhere and going, you know what? I'm going to really show them. I'm going to really show them. I'm going to burn down this, you know, 10,000 koala hectare paddock because I'm an arsonist. And, uh, but you know, maybe that is, I'm an
1: arsonist like my father
0: before me. We have a proud family tradition of when there's a bad fire season of going out there and making it really, really worse. And we've been really saving this one up. You know, we've been planning for a long time to make this one a stinker. Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm on my, I have my ranty pants on now. But <laughs> that's why this was a good time, well timed episode. Uh, it was.
1: I just, I just wish it had done literally
0: everything better. I, 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very <laughs> succinct way of putting it. <laughs> 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 to both our politicians and elected leaders. Uh, and to the showrunners character. of Doctor Who, just do everything different and better. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. Just do everything better.
0: I, I, well, it makes me want to... Maybe I should put that into... I mean, I don't know if it's too soon, but, like, the fact that I saw today, like, a tennis player at the Australian Open quit because she had a massive coughing fit playing in Melbourne in all this terrible smoke that they're doing. Yeah. That they're, they're, they're doing. They're having. Terrible smoke. Tennis players, like, I can't play tennis. I'm coughing my lungs up. I have to withdraw. Like, to me, there's a really interesting concept for a Doctor Who climate change kind of episode is this is how we live day to day. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I think even a few
0: weeks ago we were talking about when Brisbane was hazy and we were just accepting that, oh, yeah, this is what it's like now. Yeah, So the banal normalcy of strange things that should not be normal. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Play and more how in that quick, pool. How
1: quickly we, we get used to them.
0: Yes. Play more in that pool, Chris Chibnall. But, you know, sustainably filled pool. <laughs> and uh, don't withdraw from precious water resources to fill your stupid freaking pool. Just... <laughs> well, thank you so much, Stu. I do appreciate it. It's a very late night for you, given that it is two hours ahead of where I am. Uh, but we will see everyone or talk to everyone after next week's episodes. We'll work out we a time. We definitely will.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: We'll work out the times and the dates and make it happen. Uh, but, yeah, fingers crossed Nikola Tesla and Thomas Edison can bring a bit of a spark back to Doctor Who.
1: <laughs> I see what you did there.
0: <laughs> you see, kids, we've all had some fun talking about <laughs> Doctor Who tonight. But the real winner here is Natalie's terrible sense of humour. <laughs> 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 this has been your public service announcement. Uh, Okay, well I guess that's it, and and so until next week, don't right. yeah. don't don't um don't go to a, on a mystery holiday trip to a spa. That seems to, to be true.
1: Mm-hmm. And make sure you separate your the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Solid advice, thanks, Stu. We'll talk to everyone next week.
1: Absolutely, bye, Ben.
0: Bye.